What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Tilted DFS podcast. I am your host, Matt at mvecchio81 on Twitter. Um, I am riding solo tonight. Uh, once again, Sean is a little under the weather. Uh, I think he had some bad something or other for lunch. I don't know what he ate, but he is not feeling well, so he won't be around tonight. Um, I'm going to just try and run through the two NASCAR races this weekend for you uh, on Saturday. Uh, we have the truck race, the NASCAR Hall of Fame 200. And then um, on Sunday, we have the cup race in Martinville as well. Um, that's the first out of 500. Um, but yeah, so real, real, real quick. Um, Start with the truck series. Um, you know, not not a long race. Not a lot of. Um, it's a two hundred lap race, so you do get, you know, you do get some some laps in there. Uh, we're gonna start at the top, like we typically do, with the um, ninety five hundred plus pricing. There's there's. A lot to like in in this group, like always. When it comes to the truck series, um, I I'm probably going to definitely roster two uh, and try to maybe squeeze three in from this bracket if I can get um, some really bad qualifying efforts from some of the bottom cars, uh, trucks. Should say that um, that give you some place differential possibilities, and then. Um, make it uh, a little bit easier to fit some of these guys in. Um, starting at the top, the high price um, driver in this race is Rush Chastain. He didn't have a great practice. He kind of finished uh, middle of the pack, literally in, in 15th uh, fastest. He's does have a decent history here. Uh, he came home fourth at this race. Um, not this race, but at the earlier Martinsville race this season, um, and at this exact race last year, um, I don't think he ran this race actually last year. I don't see his name on the on the list. Um, but you know he's he's competing for a championship, so you know he's going to be out there trying to win. Um, get that by to the next that by, but get past, get through to the next round. Um, but yeah, he um, he's 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 in play even though he wasn't that fast in practice. But that kind of suits um, okay because um, maybe he gets a poor qualifying effort and he becomes a the top cash driver. Um, but if he qualifies, you know, second or third, maybe I don't use him at all. But or in that case, it definitely becomes a, um, a straight GPP play if he qualifies high. He didn't look that fast in practice. Um, so, and his fastest lap was run early on his sixth lap of the forty-five that he ran. So, I, I you know, I'd rather see more out of out of him. We'll see what happened in qualifying uh, early Saturday morning. It's like a ten a.m. East Coast qualifying time. Uh, so, we'll know well before the race. The qualifying gives you some time to put your laps together, which is nice because sometimes these qualifying efforts run at. Uh, an hour before the race, and you don't get much time to really look at it and uh, dissect everything. Um, 
my favorite driver in this group is Brett Moffitt. He came home uh, in the third fastest uh, single lap, and he had the... Um, well, actually, he wasn't even in the top 10, uh, top 15 on 10 lap average. I don't understand how that's possible unless he didn't run 10 consecutive laps because no way that truck um, didn't have a um, a good 10 lap average at all. There's no way, as fast as he is, that he didn't have a good 10 lap average. So he must not have run 10 consecutive laps to get that because he did run 37 laps in final practice on Friday. Um, but Moffitt did come home uh, third in this um in the early Martinsville race back in March, and he came home second in the same race last year. So Moffitt, uh, he likes um, he likes Martinsville. Uh, his price tag is not terrible. He's at ten seven. He's the third highest driver behind Chastain and Enfinger. Um, he's a pretty fair price that you can fit him in, and he helps you get um, two other guys possibly in this group, because my second favorite driver in this group. Now again, I, I really it's hard to get, it's hard to give you cash in GPP plays without seeing qualifying, so you have to wait until Saturday afternoon um, and see how the qualifying effort work, went. Um, but um, any driver in this group who qualifies outside the top ten is going to be a cash play, uh, just because of the um, the plays at front of points. So he's going to become a cash play. But Brett Moffitt probably will qualify in the top three or top four. And so might Austin Hill. He's another driver I really like in this group. He um, he came home 16th earlier this year in the, uh, at Martinsville, but his truck looked real fast. He had um, the ninth best single lap, as well as the um, ninth best 10-lap um, average. And he, like and uh, Gill, and, I'm sorry, like... Um, Chastain and Moffitt is in the playoff picture still looking to get uh, through to the next round. Um, those two are my favorite in this group. You, Of course, Chastain is in play. Um, Enfinger came home in seventh uh, earlier this year in this race. He um, had a 12th best qualifying effort, and Matt Crafton... Um, actually, he's in the next group, so we'll get to him in a minute. I thought he was 96. He's 91. Um, but if I had to pick just two from here, I'm taking Moffitt and Hill. And if I'm going to be able to fit a third from Ben Rhodes at 98 up to Chastain at 11-4, it'll have to be after qualifying, and I'll have to play around and see um, where these guys come home, uh, where they end up qualifying, and seeing um, from there based on what I can what I can make work. But... You know, you put Moffitt and Hill in, you still have 74 and a half um, per driver remaining. So you can, once you put in a couple of 6K drivers, then you can easily fit um, a third one in, I think, based on the middle of the track, middle of the field. But um, next group from 93, in this case, down to 75. Right at the top, the, the top four are all really um, in play. Uh, Todd Gilliland, Matt Crafton, Christian Eckes, and Sheldon Creed. Um, all four are pretty good drivers and good equipment. Um, Eckes has that 51 car of Kyle Busch that came home uh, with the with the win in this race um, earlier this year in March. Uh, Kyle Busch in the number 51 won. And so uh, Christian Eckes is driving that car, that truck, on Saturday. So he's... He's definitely in play. 
um, his price isn't terrible at at the 89 so if you can't get to um, say two uh, a third um, top tier um, I, I if you put in two of these guys um, you have to go real cheap but I mean it's possible to get two decent um, two decent drivers um, in that bottom ranking so depending on who you end up with um, it, it, it's it you can you can try to swing something that there's a good chance one of those um, the guys I mentioned already win this race so you have to you know do some do some playing around with the your lineups and once qualifying comes out you can see but those are the four guys I like in this group a lot uh, they all ran pretty good practice times and uh, like I keep saying you you can't really I can't give you cash and GPP plays without any kind of qualifying um, I really got to see what they qualify. I know in the past weeks I've given those out, um, but really it's, it's hard to do. I'm just kind of guessing when I give that um, without seeing qualifying. Um, but outside those four, Harrison Burton's pretty decent. He has uh, 10 top 10s this season. Um, he wasn't he wasn't terrible in practice. He ended up finishing 11th uh, in March here. Um Burton, uh, where is he? He had the second best uh, single lap average um, speed in, in final practice. So he's got, you know, he's got a pretty fast truck. He's eighty one hundred. He's not. Um, he, you know, he'll help you if you couldn't maybe get three, uh, two of the guys I mentioned in Crafton, Neckis, Creed, and Gill, and Burton frees up some space, gives you something decent um, to work with. Another guy in this group you can go down to a 7900 Tyler Ingram. He was pretty fast in practice. He um, had a, right right at the top 10. He was right there, right behind Stuart Friesen, um, 0.009 behind him. So he, he uh, I'm sorry, 0.015 uh, speed. So he was he, he has a possibility of a top 10 truck. Um, he came home 19th in this race in March uh, at the track here in March. So. He didn't have a terrible finish. He did qualify 14th, so he did, you know, get you a little bit negative uh, place differential. But I don't, I don't, I don't mind um, him at all. Uh, who else we got going through real quick? Um, and outside of that, I mean, Jordan Anderson, he's gotten better. His qualifying efforts haven't been great, so he's at 7,500 right in the. The, the line there of the of the two groups with the bottom group, but he has three straight top twenty fives um, and two top twenties. They're actually twenty first, um, and then he's got a fourteenth and a sixteenth. So he's getting you know he's getting you between thirty, about in a thirty one point average, uh, which is which is great because if you can get you know seventy five hundred thirty three points, um, if he qualifies poor, I mean if he qualifies top fifteen, top twelve, you don't want to use him. Um, he didn't have a great uh, practice run. He had 25th best uh, single lap, which is kind of what you want to see. Because if you can get him qualifying mid to high 20s and he can get you a top 20 finish, then, you know, that's, that's a nice pickup in points for you. Um, but then that's, that's pretty much it for this group. Um, 
Next group under 75K. Um, Sam Meyer looked good in practice driving the the number 21 truck. Um, he had the fourth best 10 lap average as well as a, uh, a fifth in single lap uh, speed. Um, he's inexpensive at 7,200. You could, um, you know, he's, he's definitely somebody at the top end of this group I like. But when you get down to this group, you've got to look at the drivers who have poor qualifying efforts and go from there. Um, Tyler Dipple is the guy. Uh, Ray Cicerelli is another guy. Has top 15, top 20 potential um, and usually qualifies terribly. Uh, his last four races, he's qualified 28, 30, 27, 30. So a qualifying effort like that is what you're looking for. And if you can get him, you know, even top 25 would be great. Um, that's 6,900. Coming down from there, Norm Benning is somebody, uh, he gets you around 25 points a race. Um, Timmy Hill, another decent driver, 5,700. But when you get to this bottom group, it's got to be, um, you got you to just look at the qualifying and seeing who has the best chance of place differential for you. And that's pretty much what you play down here. Because the truck series um, isn't like the Xfinity where you get the park, uh, start and park guys. They don't really do that too much in the trucks. These guys are out there running full races, guys, guys and girls, because you got Natalie Decker and Jennifer Jokov out there, so I should correct myself. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I'll look, wait, wait and see what happens. Look at the drivers at the back end of the qualifying uh, field once it's set and uh, see who's back there for you um, and go with that to make it work, to make your lines work for you. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for this one, uh, the, the truck series. Uh, picking a winner, I'm going to go with Brett Moffat. I think he gets the win finally after coming in third and second. And the last two races in Martinsville. On to the Cup Series. Uh, unfortunately, we have no practice times because they're not running practice till Saturday afternoon. So I'm kind of just going to wing it a little bit here for you. I'll just kind of give you some guys who have had good success here. Uh, starting at the top, Kyle Busch. Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, uh, all three of them are in play. If you play multiple lineups, I would, if you say, you know, get all three of them, a combination, two of the three of them in your lineups, and then go down and see what you can make work. Um, but I, um, I definitely want to have, um, have them all, have exposure to all of them. Just because they all run pretty well here. Um, this is Hamlin's home track. He dominated it in the late, you know, 2009-2010 year. Um, just going through the three of them. Kyle Busch, uh, he has an average of 3.8 over the finish. Average finish of 3.8 over the last nine races. He's run in Martinsville. Um, He's got eight straight top five finishes and uh, uh, two victories in 16 and 17. And he was third in the spring race here. So that Kyle Busch, you know, highest priced, but he needs 
um, would like a win. You know, get that right, get right through to the to the final, you want the final four. So yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what he's looking for. Um, uh, Martin Truex. Um, he, you know, he wasn't great here when his, when his career first started, but he's gotten better. He has five, um, I'm sorry, he has three top five finishes in the last four races at Martinsville. Um, and he took an eighth place finish here in March. And he was about to win this race last year. And then Joey Logano had a whole big thing happen at the end, which cost him and Chase Elliott and a couple other guys a good finish. And then Denny Hamlin, like I mentioned, he dominated here in 2009-2010. He, um, this is, you know, this is his home track. And these drivers do tend to do well at their home track. So you may see, you know, Den and Hamlin's coming off a win. Uh, would like to get into that final four. So um, those three drivers, uh, I want exposure to all of them pretty much. You're going to kind of have to have exposure to all of them. Uh, you can't get all three in a lineup, I don't, I don't think. Not that. Not, not, it's going to be any good if you could. Um, but I definitely want to um, have at least two of them in any build I have. Um, doesn't leave you much room. You're going to have to play um, at the bottom, see who, you know, has some really poor qualifying efforts. You may even have to just completely punt. Um, with a, like a, a J.J. Yelly or a Reed Sorensen, like a Matt Tift, something like that, down at the bottom, Chastain, LaJoy. Hope, they all, hope, hope, hope one or two of them qualify, 37, 38, you know, back down there and, and free up um, some salary to get you um, a mid-tier driver or two to help balance it out and get you some points. But it's all about qualifying again. We all know for uh, Saturday afternoon uh, qualifying after the uh, truck race, the qualifying goes off for the Cup Series. So by Saturday night, at least, you'll know where these guys are starting. And you can build from there. So um, even over the last five races, uh, Kyle Busch, Brad Kozlowski, Martin Truex, Clint Boyer, and Kevin Harvick have the top five best average finish here with Kyle Busch having a 2.4 average finish. Um, nobody's led more than laps than Brad Keselowski has the last five races at Martinsville. He has 712 laps led. Kyle Busch is 582. And he's second. And then Joey Logano is 374. That's the top three. Um, other than that, in, those, in that top group, um, I mean, Joe Logano, I mentioned Keselowski, they both are um, playable. Uh, I like to see some practice times before I pick them, see how fast their cars are, uh, see what they qualify. If for some reason you don't feel comfortable with um, Bush and Hamlin or Truex and Hamlin, Bush and Truex in a, in a lineup, and you don't think you want to pay that much, uh, you know, going down to Kozlowski or even Elliot Logano um, will save you some salary. Um, that's plenty all right. And then once you see where they qualify, you know, you got to pick and choose after that. But for now, I'm going to go with uh, Bush, Hamlin, Truex. I want to try and get two of them in. I think one of these three guys wins the championship. 
So they're all real fast trucks. One of them is going to win this title, I think, and one of them is going to win this race. All right, mid-tier. I mean, Brian, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, I don't know. Not a huge fan of them. Really like Clint Boyer, though. 8900 is a little bit much. You'd have to make some some room for them to figure out how to get him in. That's when you'd have to. That's He'd be a play that you'd have to, to come down from, say, like a Bush to a Keselowski to free up, free up some salary to make that work. Um, some other guys in the mid-tier who run pretty well here. Um, It's tough looking at it. There's not a ton of mid-tier value in here that I really like. And it's hard to say without any kind of practice times or anything to see what anybody's running. Um, I mentioned Boyer. I mean, Daniel Suarez, he is priced down at 73. So he's actually in the bottom group this week. Yeah, the mid-tier is not loaded with a lot this week. It's probably pretty much Clint Boyer, and that's about it. I mean... Matt Benedetto has been, you know, he's always seemed to be great. Some poor qualifying efforts. He's got uh, a 27th and a 31st in the last two weeks. And then a 20th and an 18th before that. I mean, you know, you can get, if you get a qualifying effort in that kind of range for Benedetto, I like him. He's won down his Levine series racing before he heads over to Renards next year. Um... I mean, it's not much in this in this group. It's really got to pay up, so you got to find guys at the bottom. Uh, Ryan Newman at 7,500 is not terrible. Um, he always manages to kind of just hang around and end up somewhere near the front, except for last week when he finished last, but that was a mechanical issue with his car. Um, Newman hasn't... He's had some bad luck in his last uh, three of his last four races. He has a second place finish squashed in between a 40th and a 22nd. So, but I think um, I, don't, I don't have a problem rostering Newman, especially if he qualifies where he tends to in the mid to low 20s. Um, that'll make him a nice play. I mentioned Suarez earlier. Um, he has not run that many races here. He's only run five, but he does have two straight top 10 finishes. So, I mean, uh, a Daniel Suarez at his price of 7300 with a poor qualifying effort somewhere in the teens to low 20s, and he can pull off a top 10 maybe, you know, that would be a, a pick that you probably would be a very low-owned GPP pick. I don't know that many people will roster him because you can come down and see someone like Orion Priest, who's led some laps here, um, has a 16th uh, average finish over the last... Uh, well, actually, one, one, one race here, never mind, sorry. Uh, this is uh, earlier this year. He came home 16th. So if you know if you can get a um, a similar finish to that for Priest at 6,600, that would be a real nice um, salary relief play. Coming down from there, uh, David Reagan, Corey, Corey LaJoy, like I mentioned, Chastain, Tift. I'm going to... I'm going to have to rush to one or two of these guys to make the build I want work because there's just not much to like in the mid-tier. Like I said this week, there's not a lot of guys who have great histories here. Uh, so 
it's wait and see with qualifying on Saturday afternoon, see where these guys in the back come up. Um, you know, you probably got I don't know, like Chastain hasn't qualified better than 33rd in the last four races. That was last week, came on 27th. Um, LeJoy is in a similar situation. He hasn't qualified better than 26th in the last four races, but does have three finishes. Um, he's coming in with four straight races of um, positive point, place differential points. So, Plus, he's driving the Mystery Mobile this week. It's Scooby-Doo and uh, Shaggy on there. Makes my four-year-old very happy to see that car. He very excited. Big Scooby fan. Um, you know, so Corey LaJoy starting back in mid-30s, where he tends to start. Um, no qualifying ever better than 26th to him in his last four races. So you can get a... There is some guys back here that will provide value, will provide some possible positive place differential points. But again, like I said, just wait to see the qualifying lineup, see where these guys come off and um, go from there and see who's at the back and who's going to give you the best chance to pick up some points and uh, win yourself some money. But um, that's pretty much it. It's hard, like I said, it's hard to, to really give you anything. I just wanted to give you guys something to get a baseline at where where I'm at and where um, to start. But really, wait and see qualifying the truck series Saturday morning. I think it goes off at 10.30 in the morning, so it should be done before noon. And then um, uh, right after the truck race, they're going to set up for qualifying for the Cup Series. So, um, But, you know, check out that. And then Saturday night, you can set your uh, Cup Series lineups while you're doing your football lineups for NFL someday. Um, you know, like I said, it comes down to place difference. I'll try and tweet some things out. I'll share uh, Jason's uh, spreadsheets if he has them, which I think he might, um, so you guys can get an idea with those. I do use his and to try and make my own picks and kind of my own roster builds. Um, but, yeah. So, and I think... Um, I was going to say that Hamlin wins, but I'm going to go Kyle. I said him last week. He came close at the end. Um, he fought back, ended up coming home third, um, which is nice. Uh, so maybe Kyle gets the win, gets himself into the final at Homestead in, uh, in a few weeks. But all right. So my picks are Brett Moffat in the trucks, Kyle Busch in the Cup Series. Uh, it was our first weekend in a long time that we didn't get a winner right last weekend, but hey, can't get them all, so start a new start a new streak this weekend and see what happens, so alright, well, thanks for listening, this was pretty short right around under 30 minutes, which is good for a quick listen for you I uh, hope you have good luck with the racing, with your NHL with your NBA if you play, um, NFL on Sunday and um, good luck and cash out as Sean says, thank you.